0: everybody welcome back to capes and shapes um we uh we are here in a uh a new month it is the uh sixth of May as we are recording this um which is almost the title of a johnson colton song um <laughs> and that also means that we have uh finished up talking about the fantastic four I- for april um and today we are talking about somebody who has definitely never been on the Fantastic Four because he is in a different comic book company. <sighs> <sighs> um, we're talking about Cyborg. This is uh, a definitely a favorite of ours here, friend of the show, Victor Stone.
1: <laughs> if you're listening, reach out, Victor Stone.
0: Oh, uh, Vic, come hang out with us. Um, this was, uh, this was a, uh, request specifically from, uh, our patron, Steven. so if you want to come and, uh, request episodes and decide what we talk about, you should join our Patreon. Um, so, Cyborg. Um, Cyborg, another superhero whose name is just sort of, uh, a statement of what he is.
1: That's, that's what he is.
0: That's what he is. Hey, who's this guy? Well, he's a cyborg, so, um, but, uh... Can you imagine
1: being, like, a cyborg who is not Victor Stone in the DC universe?
0: Yeah, and you're like, come on, dude.
1: Like, I am a cyborg. Oh, like, on the Justice League? No. (laughs) No, I just have... I'm a mix of... Organic and robotic parts.
0: Please. I am not capital C cyborg. I'm just a cyborg. I'm lowercase c cyborg. Please be nice to me. Um, It's very difficult
1: getting used to this new body.
0: Yeah. Listen, I'm going through a lot, as all cyborgs do. Um, Thankfully, Vic is not the kind of guy who would try and, like, copyright the word cyborg. Um, but, nevertheless, he is the most famous cyborg in the DCU, because that is his name. Um, he's also, uh, best known, probably, for being a member of the Teen Titans, even though, like, every recent interpretation of him has him literally on every other team besides the Teen Titans. Yeah, Which we'll probably talk about more later, but, like- (laughs)
1: Yeah, like, I definitely know him from the, uh, Teen Titans cartoon that we know and love and reference every chance we get.
0: Yes, of course, of course, of course. Um, I think that's also where most, most people of our generation would be, uh, most familiar with him. Um, but, uh, and he is great in that, so it's it's another great reason to watch 2003 Teen Titans. Um, But, uh, so Vic was created, uh, for the new Teen Titans, which was the, uh, 80s sort of, uh, reboot of the original Teen Titans, uh, done by Marv Wolfman and George Perez, um, where that introduced Vic and also, uh, you know, Raven and Starfire and Beast Boy, uh, and Jericho and Terra, um, along with a bunch of other, like, characters who weren't as well known, um, or who we haven't talked about on the podcast yet, but, like, just a lot of, like, uh, what are currently, like, very iconic, recognizable Teen Titans were all introduced in this, uh, particular era, um, alongside some of the original members, like dick Grayson um and Wally West is on the team to start out with, and Donna troy's on the team for a while um but this uh this is when uh victor stone uh cyborg was introduced um he first showed up in like a uh like a special uh a special like featurette uh in d c comics presents, which was uh one of, like, a DC series that just had, uh, a lot of different, like, team-ups, and then some, uh, what-ifs, and some other stuff with minor characters. So this is where they first, uh, established Vic's backstory. Um, and this backstory, I feel like, um, I feel like this was, like, a lot of this was retconned in, because I was reading different versions of this backstory, and it was like, I... I do not remember any of this. Um So I don't know if just, like, everything I've read with Vic just, like, glossed over this. But I'm, like, I'm pretty sure this was, a lot of this was a later edition. Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong. And I also know that there's, like, they changed a lot of stuff in the New 52 and then some of that stayed in. Um But this is pre-New 52 stuff, I think. Um, so, uh, Victor Stone is a, uh, when, when, when this story begins, is like, uh, an African American high school student. Uh, he's a football player. Uh, he's genu- generally pretty well liked. Um, his dad is a scientist with, uh, Star Labs, which is kind of the, the, big you know morally dubious scientific research facility of the DCU
1: Morally um, dubious is a a good way of putting it
0: Yeah like if you're reading if you're reading a DC comic book and there's some uh weird shady science stuff going on it's probably happening at Star Labs <laughs> Um,
1: the weird thing is I see so many people with like Star Labs merch like because yeah. hi I have a profession where I take pictures of tourists I see a lot mm-hmm. of weird shirts but I see so much Star Labs merch and I'm just kind of like y'all <laughs>
0: <laughs> please it's not it's not great although I think it is like I think it's a major part of the the CW shows.
1: I mean probably. That's where I was assuming that they got it. I've only yeah. watched like a season and a half of Arrow when it first yeah. ca- like when it first came out. I have not kept up on it. I don't know what the CW's version of Star Labs on it, but still,
0: y'all. <laughs> y'all. Y'all, listen. Um I mean, you know, sometimes sometimes decent people work there, and then, uh, other times they get involved in, uh, stuff like this. Um, so, the part of- the part of this backstory that I do not recall previously encountering, um, is that, um, Vic's parents, uh, were doing experiments on him throughout his childhood to, like, Enhance his intelligence. That's wild. That's whack. Like that's a whack thing. And I yeah. definitely would remember that.
1: I mean, there's already a lot of somewhere. yeah. Like there's already a lot of uh not great stuff going on with Vic and like oh the yeah. classic dehumanization of black bodies and everything. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. uh also experimenting on him as a child does not um
0: no add anything no. good it really mm, it really doesn't it really doesn't it really doesn't make that uh better at all it 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 doesn't uh it doesn't help um and so uh Vic is understandably like not like super happy about this um but like Not, not upset enough to, like, you know, run away, which is probably what I would do in that situation, but, like, upset enough to be like, oh, man, my frickin' parents are just the pits, um... (laughs)
1: Well, they didn't stab a girl in a weird underground dungeon with all of your friends, <laughs> with a bunch of their friends.
0: That's true. So that's the threshold for which that you have to reach a bad parenting before you can officially capital exp- R run away. Experiments, sure, fine. Stabbing a
1: girl, nope. Got to run away.
0: Can't can't do that. Um, and he uh he ends up uh, falling in with some, uh, some kind of, uh, shadier teams, uh, but not really, like, he doesn't engage in anything, like, extremely, like, criminal, um, and once, like, when his, like, criminal friends start getting, like, a little too, uh, extreme, he's like, no, uh, no thank you, I'm out, uh, goodbye, um, but that's, you know, so he's, uh, doing that, um, he's doing football, which is the, the main thing that's consistent throughout all versions of this story, um, is that Vic is a, a, a handsome teen football star, um, a, a wonderful teen jock, um, and then, uh, this is, this is the part that, uh, everybody is, uh, familiar with that, that kind of maintains most of it throughout the, the different versions of this story, um, is he is, uh, visiting, uh, his parents' lab when, uh, an incident occurs, um, and in, like, certain versions it's like, oh, uh, His parents were studying, like, uh, interdimensional travel and, like, this, like, uh, weird interdimensional creature, like, came through a portal and started attacking people. Um, and sometimes it's just, you know, some sort of, like, major lab explosion. Um, I know in the new 52, it's, uh, like, his father was studying, uh, like, Apocalypse technology, uh, capital A, apocalypse, like the dark side, like the dimension of apocalypse. Um, yeah.
1: Not, and- not like apocalypse end times, but the one that's like yeah. spelled with K's and.
0: Yeah. The, the, the weird one. Um, and then, cause he's like, it's like, uh, a, a mother box that explodes and then like, Vic ends up, like, partially integrated with, like, mother box technology, so he can, like, do some of that stuff and, like, generate boom tubes and, like, other things that, uh, mother boxes do. I think this is what they do in, uh, in Justice League, the new Justice League movie, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: I don't remember if they, like, went into the whole origin story, but he could definitely interface with uh mother box technology,
0: okay, yeah, um, but so uh there's also I'm pretty sure I've heard like uh simplified versions of this story where in like instead of like a a lab accident uh it's like an unrelated like oh, he was in like a car crash or something um
1: or he just had a really, really, really bad football day.
0: Just the worst day of football you could the possibly The worst have. football
1: you could ever imagine. Destroyed all of his <laughs> limbs. <laughs>
0: just completely, his body completely ruined by football. Let that be a lesson to you. I mean, Um,
1: people do get really messed up during football, but not, like, cyborg levels of messed
0: I I have never heard a story of somebody who played, uh, who played football so hard that they (laughs) lost, like, 70% of their body. Um, but, uh, in, also in most, usually in this story, uh, his mom is killed in this incident. Uh, because you gotta have a dead mom. (laughs) Yep. Um, just can't 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 do anything without having a dead mom. Um but anyways, so this uh this incident happens, uh usually kills uh Victor's mom, um maybe kills some other people, uh, and leaves Victor horribly horribly, horribly injured, and, like, barely alive, um, and so, uh, his dad, uh, Silas is his, uh, his father's name, Silas Stone, um, is, like, oh, shoot, I gotta use my science knowledge to save my son, um, and then also some interpretations of this, like, a lot of the time, it's, like, Silas, like, Oh no, I love my son and I've you know, I've treated him so badly and I have to do whatever I can to save his life. Um and then sometimes people are like a bit less generous and they're like he's like, "Hmm, this is a great opportunity to do some experiments <laughs> on my son." And just see just slap some stuff on there and see how it works.
1: Yeah, neither um, one is really great. I mean, there's it's a little bit better if you're like, "I love my son." And I can save his life through science. Yeah. But also, that's a big change. It's-
0: it is, uh, it is a lot, uh, to put a team through, uh, without his consent. And obviously, he was not in a position, uh, to give consent, um, but hoo boy, it is still a lot. Um,
1: this is why people need wills.
0: It's true. Hey, 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 teens. Uh, have you thought wills. of
1: hiring a lawyer?
0: Yeah. Have you, have you considered uh, what will happen if you are in a terrible football accident that destroys most of your body? Um, but uh, Vic's dad uh, built him this new uh, cyborg body um th- where he uh replaces it's most like different designs of cyborg have like different extents of his uh cyborgness um
1: I'm really down with the one that like I can't remember if it's it's a ri- if it's like his original or not but oh man it's it's like imagine a one piece bathing suit Yep,
0: yeah, that's the that's the the original. Okay. The original design.
1: God, I love this original design. It's like a one-piece bathing suit with a belt, thigh-high metal boots, a couple of straps, what looks like garter belts. Yeah. And like it's such like high fashion.
0: It is It is ridiculous to me. I I really I want to know what exactly the incident was here where the only (laughs) the only salvageable biological parts of Cyborg were like uh part of his face, his shoulders, the very upper part of his thighs, (laughs) and just like a V shaped section of his chest.
1: Well, I mean You can't just put little bits of metal- Like, the torso could probably be mostly salvageable, but just need a little bit extra support with an exoskeleton, so there could be more flesh under there.
0: But- I- I'm gonna- I am gonna assume that's the case. Um, it does, like- It does very, very much look like just a man in a cool metal suit- (laughs)
1: It's very good, though. I do prefer- It's a great look. I prefer that to, like, I'm full robot except for half of my face.
0: Yeah. No. I do- I- I think this is- honestly, I think, like, not to be like this, I think, uh, 2003 Teen Titans has the best design. Um, I think it is, like, the ideal, uh, I mean, one, he just looks great. Um, but also I think the ideal combination of, like, you know, robot parts, but, like, you can see his face and some of his arms, so he's, like, clearly not just, like, a robot with part of a face. Yeah. Also, not, if you saw, if you saw the new Teen Titans version walking down the street with that metal bathing suit, um, and you couldn't see, like, the part of his face that was obviously a robot, you would just think, like, well, that guy's got, like, a really, really funky-looking metal outfit on. I mean, it's...
1: it's a decision. It is a choice. If I saw um, somebody walking down the street in that, I'd be all like,
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, you do you, buddy. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, so, Vic has, regardless of design, the one thing that, uh, Is always consistent is that a, uh, one of his eyes and a good portion of his face is like, uh, you know, replaced with a cybernetic eye and, uh, cyborg face. Um, probably because like that's like, you know, the, the clearest indicator to people of like, oh, this person is not like fully human anymore. Still human, but, like, you know, not fully organic. There's robot bits in there. There's definitely, this is definitely a person who has some robot-related stuff going on. Um.
1: This is a person that could go by Cyborg.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would, I would believe it. Um, and, uh, so he gets, uh, he gets as a result of this, he has, uh, you know, he is, uh, stronger and faster and more durable, uh, than a person who does not have robot parts. Um, and I know in the New 52 version, where it's, like, he has, like, he's, like, integrated with the mother box sort of, I know that Silas also does, like, he, like, borrows a bunch of tech from, like, different, like, people in the DCU to, like, try and, like, you know, fix him. So he has, like, a bunch of other like weird stuff going on. Um, I think generally initially he's just like you know he's just like a person but with uh cyborg parts and then uh eventually he adds some of his own modifications like when he's on the the Teen Titans like I think he adds uh his famous uh sonic cannon himself, um, which is, like, what he's most known for, um, he also, he has, like, uh, he has, like, thrusters, I think, that he can, like, fly with, um, but I don't know if Silas puts those in there or if those get added in later.
1: Um, To be fair, if, like, I suddenly became a cyborg and whoever did that did not give me thrusters, (laughs) I would put them in. Buddy. Like, what's on. the point of having a robot body if I can't
0: fly? <laughs> I just want this one thing. Um uh and obviously he can also you know, he can hack into computer systems and like interface with them and things like that. Um and uh so obviously uh Vic wakes up and he's, uh. Upset. Mo- he's upset. He's mostly robot parts. And I imagine that if you were, you know, 17 and you woke up and suddenly, uh, most of your body was, uh, made of, you know, metal and machinery and hardware, you'd be like, Hey! What the fuck? Um, and. You know, gets, uh, very upset with his dad. Um, they have a, uh, pretty strange relationship as a result of this. Um, I think in New Teen Titans, at some point, um, Silas dies and they, like, you know, reconcile, like, just, uh, just before he dies. Um, I don't know if that's been retconned or not. Um, but, uh, he, you know, he kinda, uh, takes some time to figure out what he's going to do. Um, he ends up, uh, has a very tough time just, you know, interacting with, uh, regular people. Um, he, I think, in the, like, original version of the story, like, his girlfriend breaks up with him, um, and says something to the effect of, like, it would be better if you died than if you were like this. Um. Which is cool to, cool to, cool to live with. Um, cool and definitely not, like, Vic's, like, trying to wrestle with that himself. Um. Some of it is helped by the fact that, I think this is after he joins the Teen Titans, um, but he ends up, uh, he meets like a, um, he ends up running into like a group of, uh, children, uh, who have, uh, prosthetics. Like, uh, they're like children's hospital patients who are kind of out on a field trip. Um, and this woman who's, uh, chaperoning them, uh, Sarah Sims, um, meets Vic and is, you know, very patient and nice to him and, you know, doesn't treat him like he's some sort of freak of nature because she's, like, a reasonable human being. Um, I mean, like, the thing is, it is very understandable, uh, that Vic would be upset about, you know, how he looks and how his Body is completely different than what it was before. Like, the level of reaction he gets from, like, some people, like, in some versions of this, where they're like, ah, the monster! It's like, you- y'all, you live in the DC universe. Like, you see weirder stuff than this all the time. Like, could you please be nicer? <laughs> um, but, uh, he has, like, he also, he has sort of, like, a will-they-won't-they, they, um, romance with this girl. They end up just sort of being, like, close friends. But she shows up a lot in Teen Titans and kind of, you know, acts as a, a friend and a support system to Vic, which is very nice. Um, and he also, he dates, um, another woman who I think is a, uh, a scientist at Star Labs. But she's, like, chill. But also it's like, Vic, maybe, maybe just stay away. Just stay away from that whole, that whole scene. Bad things happen there. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, obviously, he ends up, uh, joining the New Teen Titans. Um, partly because he's like, you know, well, I have all these cyborg parts that make me, you know, more physically capable than an average human. Um, I might as well do something good with them. And also because he's like, hey, here's a bunch of like other teen weirdos. <laughs> At least they'll fit in here. Um and Vic on the Titans is like is very interesting. Um because one, it's uh it's great and he is a great part of the team. Um but also because he's coming into it, uh, he's the only, um, he's the only black character on the initial team, I'm pretty sure, um, and he's also, like, one of the ones, uh, where, one, he has a, uh, a pretty normal life up to this point, like, uh, weird parental experiments aside, um, which is not true of most people who are fighting crime as teenagers. Um, and he also, uh, got, you know, his
1: abilities,
0: like, very shortly, uh, before joining the team, um, as opposed to, like, Cory, who is an alien and has been an alien her whole life. Um, Incredible. Yeah, or...
1: You mean she didn't get in a football accident and her dad turned her into yeah. an alien?
0: Her dad... her dad was like this. All of the teen times are like, oh, it's so weird. We all had crazy football accidents. I had a crazy football accident, Um, and then my dad turned into a demon. I had a crazy football
1: accident, and now I can turn into a dog.
0: <laughs> my dad turned me into a person who can turn into dogs. Um, but it's obviously, like, it's very good for him, um, because some of the Titans can, you know, pass themselves off as normal teens, uh, but some of them are green. Or, you know, like, six feet tall and orange. Or, Or, like, uh, half
1: robot parts.
0: Or half robot parts. Um, and it's, um, and it's a very good place for him. And he, he adds I think, a good perspective as somebody who's, like, sort of just entering this world of, uh, extreme weirdness instead of somebody who's been immersed in it their whole life. Um, and he, uh, becomes a pretty central part of this team dynamic. Um, he is, uh, like, best friends uh with Beast Boy, which is, like, the most important thing in the world to me. I love them so much. Um, in every incarnation, um, god, there's this, uh, in, like, the Convergence Teen Titans, like, two-shot, whenever Convergence happens, like, half of it was about, like, uh, Vic gets kidnapped by these, like, evil hackers or something. Um, and then, like, Beast Boy's, just, like, completely loses his mind about it. Like, he's, like, absolutely, like, inconsolable. Like, we got, guys, we have to, guys, we have to get Vic. We have to get Vic. And Vic's like, I know, I we're gonna, we're gonna go get him. Garth's like, no, we need, we need to help him. We need to help him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Vic. Oh, no. I
1: it's mean, like, wow. it makes sense. They're best friends.
0: They're best friends, and they love each other. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, a lot, a lot of the reason why I love Teen Titans stuff is that, like, they, they're all presented with these very believable, uh, kind of interpersonal relationships, um, but Gar and Vic are just so, like, like, there's no specific reason why, like, there's no direct connection between them, it's just that they both really hit it off, um, and then you know, Gar gets gets Vic to to goof off some more, um, and Vic, you know, keeps an eye on him, and makes sure he's not getting in trouble, and they're best friends! It's so great!
1: It's so Um, good.
0: It's so good. God, I love them. Um, so that's great. Um he's uh, he's very close with uh with everybody on the Titans despite like, you know, what he's going through initially uh when he first joins the team, which is still kind of a lot of, you know, uh understandable angst and kind of uh self-loathing um and resentment at his circumstances. Um he's still, like, a very, he's a very, very compassionate person, um, and he has just, like, kind of a very, sort of, he's very likable, he has just a really charismatic presence, uh, not quite in the same way that, uh, Dick does, um, but definitely in a way where he ends up being, like, extremely well-liked and trusted and respected by pretty much the whole team. Um, to the point where, uh, when he, uh, and Gar and Corey, um, are mentoring the next generation of Teen Titans, um, when Tim and Bart and Con and Cassie and all those guys, uh, form their version of the Teen Titans, like, Vic is, like, very much kind of the go-to, like, voice of reason, sensible, mitigating force, uh, in all this, uh, where Corey is extremely passionate, and Gar is sort of chaotic. Um, Vic is just, uh, Vic just the one that uh that everybody trusts. Um to the point where he ends up uh when DC forms uh the new fifty two um Vic is on the Justice League. Um so they when they, they reboot the Justice League and the founding members are I think it's, it's Bruce and Clark, uh, Barry as the Flash, uh, uh, Hal as Green Lantern, um, Aquaman, Diana, and Vic, and I think that's it, um, which is, like, and he's been, um, he'd been on the Justice League, like, once or twice before the New 52, pretty briefly, Um, but to have him in, like, the starting lineup, um, is a pretty big deal. And I do think part of it is that he's, uh, maybe DC's most, like, recognizable black character.
1: Well, of course he's recognizable. He's half robot.
0: Well, that's true. He's very hard to miss. Um, but aside from that, um, I mean, there's, uh, John Stewart Green Lantern, um. Also very good. Also very good. My favorite um, Green
1: Lantern shouts out.
0: He is the best one. Um, I do love Kyle, but <laughs> John's objectively best. Um, I'm not, yeah, I don't know, I don't know who else it would be necessarily, if not Vic. So, like, part- I mean, and, obviously, I mean, it's good that DC looked at their, uh, their, you know, big superhero team and went, like, uh, it's, uh... It's pretty white out here. Pretty white, yeah! Guys, it's, like, it's real white over here, y'all see this?
1: But also, maybe they should have done more than one?
0: (laughs) Maybe they should have done more than one. Um, maybe they- I mean, you know, you probably should have had- more black characters before this, um Ooh, put a
1: woman of color on the Justice League
0: Hey! Please Please, please Um, and then, I mean it's also tough, cause on the one hand like, I love Vic so much, and I think he's super capable he's very brave he's a great person, and like a really, really solid team member. Like, whatever team he's on, he's great at working with other people. Um He's an excellent addition anywhere. Um And I want more people to, like, you know, like him and read his comic books. So part of me when they did that was like, yay, good job to my son. And then the other part of me was like, I want him to be with his friends. <laughs> I want him to hang out with his friends and the Teen Titans! He's a teen! He shouldn't have to, like, you know...
1: Go into space.
0: (laughs) He shouldn't have to go into space with the Justice League! He shouldn't have to, you know, deal with all these mean adults. He should get to, like, hang out with his friends and have a fun, nice time. Yeah. Um, and now he's, uh, on the Doom Patrol show uh, which I haven't watched, um, I should, because, like, I am, it does look, like, super good and very much, uh, my thing, and he's in the, um, he's in the Justice League, uh, 2017 movie, obviously, um, I say this as I'm, <laughs> I'm recording, um, I'm recording from the floor of my room, so a little behind the scenes here, um, I'm looking up at my bed where I can see, <laughs> The Justice League pillow that I wanted a David Busters for a thousand tickets because it was oh, marked congratulations. down. Congratulations. Thank you. Where marked down from two thousand tickets. Um and <laughs> Because nobody wanted them. Because nobody wanted them except for me. Um and it's um it is the the genuinely very good poster where it's everybody in like the like Dramatic lighting, and then the, like, the you can't save the world alone tagline, but it's, like, got everybody's symbols in place of the letters. Um, it's great. And I can see Vic on it. Um, and Vic in, uh, Justice League is one of the designs where he's, like, 98% robot, except for the one little bit of his face. Which isn't Um, great.
1: Again, going into the dehumanization of black bodies. No! uh...
0: Like, the thing is, I mean, I guess Justice League does also have a non-white Aquaman, so that's something. But also, like, hey, hey, y'all, hey. Hey, let's
1: not play into, uh, harmful racial stereotypes and, uh, trends? Tropes? What's it called when there's a, uh, terrible, terrible history of... Both people experimenting on black men and killing and disnaming black men. Racism. Ah, yes, that one. <laughs>
0: that's the, that's the thing. That's the thing that it is. Um, let's not do that one. Let's not do that one. Like I, I, I know, I know. Obviously, that's uh, cyborg's whole backstory. But maybe you could do a design that's less that. <laughs>
1: I mean i when I was looking for uh pictures of Vic for our uh like social media thing, I came across like a bunch of stuff from apparent- like newer comics. I think it was like twenty fifteen maybe mm-hmm. where he got like a new robot body that was like full metal. And then he's like, hey, this feels bad. <laughs> so Dick and Jesse Quick cloned him a body from his old body, and it integrated with the metal, so now he can kinda like go full human sometimes, and then the metal's like in his blood.
0: Oh yeah, I think I've read I've read some of these. Um Which one is
1: wild. Two does give him a human body sometimes, so
0: with that it's good. Yeah, no, that part of it is good. Um, I think he's also in, uh, Young Justice Outsiders, but I'm not sure how he looks.
1: I haven't seen it yet. I know.
0: I can't believe, we are so behind. On everything. On everything. For having a
1: podcast about comics, we're so behind on everything.
0: Ridiculous. Um, we need to start, we need to do movie nights so that are just like, here's the stuff we haven't seen, and now you all have to watch it with us.
1: I did try to uh the other day um find peop- if anybody was available to uh watch what is it called? Justice League versus the Fatal Five? Oh yeah. Cause Th- one that's on DC Universe now, which I have not used yet, despite paying for it. Paying
0: Dan Dan Didio's <laughs> Dan- tax.
1: Dan Didio's tax. Um, so I was trying to do that, but nobody was available, and I was like, "Well, I kind of don't want to watch it alone." But it's got the Bruce Timm style, which makes me really excited for it.
0: Yes, we we should we should figure that out. Oh,
1: we we've gotten off track. Um, I'm sorry, I I no, was it... stalling because I was googling Young Justice Outsider Cyborg. Ah. He looks like a teen in, like, athletic wear, and he's got, like, some robot-looking vein-line things, but he looks mostly human. That's cool. I mean, he's still got, like, that part of his face with the glowing red yeah. eye deal, but, like, at least in... It's like, he's got, like, his hand and, like, a shoulder in metal parts. Um. Yeah.
0: I think, I think generally, no matter what, uh, at least one of the hands needs to be robot so that he can (laughs) shoot his, his very cool great beams out of it.
1: Yeah, but I'm really digging this, uh, like, hoodie. It's like a hoodie, but it doesn't have sleeves.
0: Ah, hell yeah! Good it's look. very good. Love it. Um, gosh. Um, I love, I love Vic. And I love Vic the most on the Teen I love Vic all the time. I love him the most on the Teen Titans. Um, which is mostly because I'm very attached to the Teen Titans. And to everyone on that team being best friends. Um, but, uh, I think that he is, um, a very special part of that team, and also a very special part of my heart. Um, he's, he's, he's a good lad. He's a good lad who, uh, has been through a lot and is doing his best with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have anything you wanted to add, or any comic books you wanted to talk about?
1: Um. I did read, like, my Googling pictures of Vic got me to this, um, one article by, well, I say article, I think it's a blog post, but everything's an article on the internet nowadays.
0: That's true. It's a think piece.
1: Uh, it's by a guy named Robert Jones Jr., and it's called... oh, I gotta scroll up. <laughs> it's called, uh, Humanity Not Included... DC's cyborg and the mechanization of the black body. Oh! Which is a very interesting opinion piece and brought up points that even I was not, like, I know, like, a little bit about, like, the dehumanization of black bodies and um, just by being, you know, a social justice warrior in this hell of of an earth, uh, I know a little bit. (laughs) This brought up some points that I wasn't familiar with. So I'm going to link that in the show notes if anybody wants to give it a look.
0: Nice. I am definitely going to check it out. (laughs) Yeah. Because that sounds very interesting.
1: But yeah, I didn't read any comics because I was going to read comics. And then I spent the morning full of anxiety because I accidentally put my address wrong on a shipment of tiny dice sets and oh
0: no! so
1: then i had yeah i put a three where there should have been a two luckily it's just like the next door neighbor but it's the next door neighbors that like i don't really talk to i know <gasps> their dog's name but i don't know any of their names
0: can you train the dog to fetch your dice from the mailbox and bring them to you <laughs>
1: Well, the thing is, it was delivered on Saturday, and I only just realized my mistake today. I was like, well, maybe the tracking number was off a little bit, and it'll show up on Monday. And then it didn't. So I was like, okay, well, hold on. And I went back through all my shit, and I'm like, oh, that definitely uh, is not my address. That is the neighbor's. So I went over, I, like, worked myself up all morning to be all like, "All right, you got this, you got this. You just gotta go over, knock on the door and explain yourself and see if they have the package so i go over and knock on the door and nobody's there because it's fucking like 2 p.m on a monday oh, no. and i'm just like ah oh, yes only i am home at this time a person who works weekends and so i like wrote a note and i taped it to their door and then i came back and like the, all the anxiety from the morning left me, and I took, like, mm, a quick power nap, uh, right up until we started recording. <laughs> so. Uh,
0: cool. That, um, that's relatable, actually. Um,
1: That's where all my comics time went.
0: <laughs> How about you? Um, well, Saturday, uh, this past Saturday was Free Comic Book Day.
1: Oh ah, yes,
0: yes. I feel bad. I like it completely snuck up on me. It's literally it's the first Monday and it's the first Saturday in May every year.
1: Uh, yeah, it snuck up on me too. I forgot to ask it off for work, which like my boss is a huge nerd, so he uh, would have let me. He let me last year, but I just completely forgot until the schedule yeah. was already out. Yeah.
0: So I should. We should have said something. Uh, last episodes be like hey go get your free comics but uh, I think we
1: were too just caught up by Ben talking about Ben we
0: were preoccupied with Ben and also uh you had just seen Endgame so that
1: is true we were talking about Ben and we were talking about Endgame and free comic book day did not exist in that space
0: it's true um but I hope, uh, that you were able to go get, um, some free comics if that's something that you're interested in. Um, I did, uh, I picked up, uh, Catwoman Under the Moon, um, which, uh, is part of DC's sort of new YA graphic novel initiative. Um, and it also came with a preview of the, uh, Raven graphic novel. Um, draw that's going to be drawn by, uh, Gabrielle Piccolo? Piccolo? Hey. Um, whose art you've definitely seen around, even if you don't know the name. Um, you almost certainly, um, have seen their art. Um, I picked up the Lumberjanes, uh, Free Comic Book Day special. Um, and I picked up another book, uh, that I had not heard of, um, and that I haven't read through yet, um, but it looked really neat, and I'm excited to check it out. Um, also, uh, this, uh, this past week, uh, we've mentioned this before, um, but, uh, d De- Deceased has started, um, which is DC's new, uh, zombie event, and it's 'Cause it's like it's it's DC East, but like deceased. It's yeah. It's like it's a it's a it's a decent pun. It doesn't translate that well verbally. No. Um but uh it is written by Tom Taylor, um, who I do like. He wrote um a lot of the maybe all of the uh injustice uh, comic book tie-ins, um, and he also recently has gotten a lot of acclaim, um, for writing, uh, all-new Wolverine, which I think wrapped up last year, but, like, Wolverine, but with, uh, Laura, um, and he introduced, uh, her her sister Gabby as a honey badger, um, and also, um, He gets confused with Tom King all the time, and that's just a very funny saga, (laughs) um, every time that one of them talks about it, um, but, uh, I'm, like, I'm not super into zombie stuff, um, it was good, it was, uh, it's well written, it's pretty spooky, um, there's a, uh, there's a spooky scene where, uh... Bruce gets attacked by like, uh, zombie Dick and zombie Tim, and that made me pretty sad. Um, I am, uh, probably gonna keep reading it. I don't know why. I, I like it. I liked it as much as I like zombie stuff. But like, I, all the time I'm like, oh man. Oh, this is sad. Oh no. No. <laughs> oh, beans. Um, but, It was still good. And if you like zombie stuff more than I do, you will probably enjoy it a lot. Um, so, uh, yeah, those are, uh, those are, those are some things that are going on. Um, if you want to tell us about, uh, what you checked out for free comic book day, um, if you want to keep up with anything else we're doing, you can, uh, find us on the internet. Uh, we got a Twitter, a Tumblr, a Facebook group, an Instagram, and a Pinterest. Um, all of those are under Capes and Japes. Um, you can join our Discord channel. We have that linked in various places. Uh, come hang out and talk about, uh, free comic book day or, uh, musicals or your pets or how your day is going or anything, anything that's going on. Um we, uh, we also have a Patreon, as mentioned earlier. Um, if you wanna support us with money, you can come, uh, join us for movie nights. You can get bonus episodes. Uh, we released our big, uh, end game discussion last week. Uh, there was a lot of yelling.
1: Yeah. Um, both, both good and bad yelling.
0: Yes. All, all, all various sorts of yelling. Um, So, if you want to hear, um, hear our opinions on things like that, hear us talk about, you know, uh, like other, you know, bonus things like our favorite costumes or our favorite comic book couples, stuff like that, um, you can do that for as little as a dollar a month. Um, if you're not able to do that, if you leave us a rating and, and or a review, that's another really cool way for you to support us. Um, If you want to tell a friend, we love that. Um, But uh, overall, we just love that you're here and you're listening because we love you. Um, Thank you for joining us here today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia.
1: And I have been Elion. And as always, Kiss Me Sexy Batman. Kiss Me Sexy
0: Batman.